The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Glory Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them, for then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, For they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners so that they may be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast... Do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust consume, and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven, for neither moth, where neither moth nor rust consumes, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Grace and peace to you, my brothers and sisters, from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yes, grace to you, for you have received grace. You live in grace. Unexpected, unearned, unmerited grace bestowed upon you by God in Jesus Christ. You have received grace. But St. Paul, our brother, urges us not to receive that grace in vain. What does he mean by this? It's not like in school where you are granted an A at the beginning of the semester and it is up to you to hold on to that A through your diligent work lest you would lose it. It's more like the parable of the wedding banquet in which Jesus talks about the invited guest refusing to come, and even 
one of the not invited but brought in anyway guests who was there only by grace, refusing to take part in the festivities, the proverbial party pooper. He is thrown into the outer darkness where there is weeping and gnashing of teeth. He had received grace, unmerited favor from God, and yet had received it in vain. You have received grace from God. You have been reconciled to God, even though you are a sinner, through the sinless one, Jesus Christ, who became sin so that you might be the righteousness of God. This gift was won for you by Jesus' death on the cross. It was delivered to you at the day of your baptism when you were washed in the water and his word of promise was marked on you. His name given to you. You have received this grace in word and sacrament. We are now living, as St. Paul calls it, in the favorable time. The time of God's grace and favor which has been made known to us in Jesus Christ, which has been given to us in him. Now, today, is the day of salvation. St. Paul urges us to live as if it were so, because it is. Now is the time to seize the day, to live as servants of God, helping your neighbor come hell or high water through whatever life throws your way. And... We all know that life can throw a lot our way. It's been quite a year. But it is still the year of God's favor for us. The time of our salvation. As servants of God, we are called to wade through life even the excrement of life in this fallen world, in this veil of tears, to be in this world but not of it, to challenge that status quo by the mere living of a different way, the way of Jesus Christ. The challenge, of course, is to live in this body of death, in this world, in its rebellion against God, and yet not become bitter or crude, hardened or cruel. Rather, we are called to be light in the darkness. That is, to be bearers of Christ, who is the light of the world That's why we light a candle at every baptism and recite these words of Jesus from the Sermon on the Mount. Let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. 
St. Paul explains our call in this way to the church in Philippi, be blameless and innocent, children of God without blemish in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation in which you shine like stars in the world. You might say our call as ones who live in grace, who have been recipients of this grace, is to stick out like sore thumbs so that people, when they see us catch a glimpse of something different, catch a glimpse of hope, of life. It's a call to holiness of living. As Jesus describes in Matthew's gospel, we just heard to give alms, to pray, to fast. In Christ, we are called to be saints, for saints is what we are, holy ones, made holy by Jesus. Not anything we've done, but again, recipients of his grace. Lent is an intensive time of repenting. It is a season in which we repent of the ways in which we have refused to take part in the kingdom of grace in which God has placed us. We repent of the ways in which our lives are indistinguishable from the lives of those who do not know Christ, the unbelieving world around us. Or, alternatively, we repent of the inclination of our hearts to draw apart from our neighbors, to circle the wagons, and to let the world around us go to hell in a handbasket. Of this we repent. Lent is also an intensive time of remembering We remember our baptism so that when our warped consciences would condemn us or this fallen world would turn on us, we would retort, but I am baptized and therein find our hope and consolation. Lent is a time for remembering that despite all claims to the contrary, despite all evidence that we might see in our lives or in the world around us, we are not dying, but are very much alive in Christ. We are not dour, but rejoicing, even as we confess our sins. That we are not poor, but we are rich the grace lavished upon us in Christ Jesus, that we are not deprived even if we would lose everything because we possess everything in Christ. Indeed, in Christ we have received abundant grace, forgiveness, life, and salvation And by his grace, we will not have received it in vain. 
In the name of Jesus, amen.